Hi everyone, welcome to Betch Slapped. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. Great. Cool. <laughs> now that we have that settled. Okay, two celebrities got engaged this last well, recently. Well, four celebrities. Well, four technically. Two couples. Two two pairs. Two pairs. Um, the first one being drum roll, please. Jackson Brittany. That's fucking the ring looked great for okay. her. Yeah, yeah, the ring looked great. I mean, not for I her, mean, for it's, him. It's not it's not really hard to make a ring that's huge look great. However, the amount of... I looked like into it, it's three carats. 3.02. It looks like it was more, but it could be because of the, of the shape. Halo. Yeah. But I think that... Okay, first of all, it felt to me that this entire engage... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Um, yeah, the... Carrots are not everything. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Okay, my thoughts on this engagement are that the entire thing was centered around the ring, as right. in Jax's like Instagram caption was about ten lines, and six of them were devoted to Kyle right. Chan Design, yeah, who, he, who made the ring, and four of them were devoted to Britney. But out of those four, two of them are promoting the next his season engagement of was sponsored. Rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I'm not that surprised that he did this because after the I situation last season, yeah, it's yeah. like the it's the next obvious plot line uh-huh. to come. But I felt that, and even like. Even uh, Tom Schwartz's Tom Schwartz's congratulations Instagram was like congrats, Kyle. congrats to Kyle Chan Design. <laughs> it's like, did he get paid by Kyle Chan Design? Also, did Kyle design his champagne ring for Katie? Not that I'm aware of, but I think you, we would know. But I saw also on Kyle Chan Design that he also made all of the girls like these matching like um, link rings, like friendship rings which i kind of really like so <laughs> i mean look uh, look uh, yeah i mean i definitely know who kyle chan design is and i did it on saturday uh-huh. so i know <laughs> so exactly they did a good job of promoting him but to me it's like this entire engagement was about the ring the photos there wasn't a photo of britney up for like hours that they were engaged but there were like multiple photos and instagram stories of the ring of examining the ring, the ring from all angles and it's like it's sort of weird. Like I wouldn't want my entire engagement to be associated with the hype about the ring. I think it's very, very weird. I like, I feel, I felt very awkward. I, I always feel awkward when I, I look at engagement, like pictures on Facebook and they're all like the ring, like this, like the, I obviously you guys can't see what I'm doing with my yeah. hand, but it's just like you pushing your hand forward into the camera. It's right. really uncomfortable. Um, I think in a series of like 10 photos of an engagement, you can have one, you can have one ring photo if you do 10 engagement photos. But if you're only doing two engagement photos, I think that they should be focused on how the engagement went down. Like most people right. are classy enough to ask, like, how did he propose? Yeah. I'm not even sure how he proposed other than the, no, where he the said, location he said, tag thank was. thank you to wear yeah. Neptune, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. The Neptune place. But I don't know like what he did, what he said. And did he mm-hmm. surprise her? Was he, did, were they he just said spawn <laughs> right like were they eating lunch and he just did it yeah. like how did it happen was she would was he there and she walked in and he did it it's like the, the more critical things are how they propose as opposed to the the ring at least hide the fact I recently, that you're all about the yeah. fucking ring well i don't think he can because it was hashtag spawn i think <laughs> i recently saw a funny engagement like album i guess on facebook which is like just a series of photos where it's the girl who got yeah. engaged and then like different people like 
in the in the same background, like all just sort of lined up, and her with the hand motion of just like her hand up, um, and it's just like so funny. It's just like six different right. photos, different family members flanking her in her hand, right. and like that's just it. Right. You get to put your hand up like one time, once. Yeah, it's, it's so uncomfortable. Okay, like, yeah. To speak from experience, <laughs> it was very uncomfortable with like, the, so the photographer, I was like, I hate cheesy shit. Please don't make me do anything uncomfortable. She's like, how about just like three cheesy photos that you'll probably thank me for later. Like because what, get what to qualifies see. as cheesy? Like a kissing dip? Oh, yes. That's no, cheesy. That cheesy. Redoing the enge- redoing the engagement. Like oh, the like proposal was very the- cheesy. Like I was like, I will not, I won't do it. Um, one photo you don't have to put that up anywhere it's just so you can have it right but thankfully she was she was hiding and taking shots of the real thing and um i mean she did we did do it like i was like i won't actually like look at these photos but she did it i did look at them she (laughs) she he kneeled down and i'm like and then the photos were shit you know right it was dumb right and i threw threw them out i looked skinny but i was you threw them out like digitally i mean <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mark them as yes right um right. um i didn't say i said Make, yes to retouch these photos. it yeah um but yeah, you said she, no to the photos so i let her so she did do like one where she's like okay show me the ring in the very beginning and i didn't i was like here and i was yeah. sort of I was really, really happy and I didn't even know what was going on. So like I did it and the picture, I really liked it because I was like so happy. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just showing someone a ring. There's nothing wrong with like taking ring photos with you and your photographer or even putting them in your own personal album. It gets tacky when you start posting your photos of your ring on social media, especially when it's in proportion like proportionally significantly more than the mm-hmm. photos of yourself. Yes. And and like even the original photo that they both announced with was she wasn't even in the in photo. It. it was just her it's ring like, yeah. in focus and then Jack's in focus. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what I thought was so strange. It's like, why wouldn't you have a photo of both of you? And then like the last photo yeah, yeah. in the carousel is your ring. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. like everyone everyone wants to know how big the ring is, but yeah. like they don't want it. You don't want it to be the I thing that you're advertising. To show a picture of your ring i agree too i wouldn't do it but no, i'm yeah. saying if you're gonna do it because some people do yeah then it has to be like the lowest ranked thing like it right. has to be as if it's you, yeah. you you slipped it in there by accident yes yeah totally agreed yeah. um let's talk about the bigger more prof- higher profile engagement yes which is ariana grande and p davidson yeah i haven't been this intrigued by an engagement maybe ever I refuse, Other than maybe Harry and Meghan Markle. I refuse to follow either of them, but I stalk them anyway. <laughs> okay, I think I follow both of them. Okay. <laughs> and I follow Cassie David. Like, she's one of my top people to follow. Okay. Because she, she has the best Instagram. So, let's talk about her thoughts about it. Okay, so Pete's dating history. Pete is from SNL. His whole shtick is that his dad died at 9-11, and he let Joe makes jokes about it. He's over it, and he makes jokes he's about it. He's from Staten Island, and he's like a rough and tumble comedian. Mm-hmm. He's not yes. like, he's not like yeah. this, like, he was discovered yeah. recently like he he was on weekend update and he was talking and he was really really funny and he's kind of dark because of like hence yeah. his backstory yeah um he's not like okay so then he's pretty so he ariana grande so then he dates guy. um the comedian from girl talk is that what this girl show? talk yeah on mtv carly aquina i thought it was aquilina aquilina i don't just don't know how to pronounce it yeah um who may or may not be in an upcoming podcast from yeah look out for a special partnership coming up eventually yeah, soon just this year here. between carly and betches but anyway so her she used to date him they broke up 
he yeah. was single for a while or dating some randos and then he started dating Cassie David who's Larry David's daughter who I think was a perfect couple because they look like one human right they look similar they both they both look 12 they're both smart they're both a little bit they mm-hmm. have a little bit of darkness going yes a little edge but then all of a sudden like they don't even show her, br- them breaking up and her last post Cassie's last post with um Pete was like the er, the first week of May, yeah, it was like May third or May 9th or something, and the, the caption was BFF. I think she, she deleted didn't delete a different it. one. They, she deleted a different one. I didn't notice happened. any that she deleted, but she kept that one up. I think I'm pretty sure because I noticed something was missing, and but it could be in my head. And then I didn't she notice left that one. Missing. And I looked at the comments re- today, and it was like, "Yeah, bitch, I love how you kept this up to show his shady ass." Like, right, right, because they were clearly still involved mm-hmm. in whatever way. I mean, BFF could have meant that they broke up and were just decided to be friends. Like, I don't know nothing about their breakup, but just looking at, first of all, knowing Carly Aquilina, she was in our office yesterday. Yeah. We had a, like a, a long conversation speaking to her as a person directly. And then seeing Cassie yeah. David and I read, I read what she writes. I watch yeah. the things, the videos she makes. She's like, and then, you and love then her. Yeah. I love her. I yeah. like, I look at her Instagram and then you have like, Ariana Grande and Cassie and and uh, Carly in my mind fit into like a certain category of person which is like they're not Cassie's very I think they're both attractive but they're not like trading on their looks necessarily Mm -hmm. they're trading on the fact that they're like funny and smart and insightful and that's like what's appealing about them that's like what they're trying to be famous for and I get that Ariana Grande is a singer but she doesn't strike me as the most deep human being whereas we don't know Okay, we don't know, but like because the girl will brand. the girl will only be photographed from one side so that her dimple is always contractually so that her dimple is always visible. So I just think that there's a little bit of a difference between her and Cassie David so and here, Carly Aquilina. So thank you for um, that because I have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay, and okay, so Pete Davidson is best friends with like Emrata's husband, who's um, as it I used her Instagram name Emrata Emma. Em- Emily Ratajkowski. Everyone calls her Emrata. Anyway, so, and he, he, he's like. Who's her husband? He's like this Oh, that guy. They got married boy in Zara. dude. And he's also best friends with Fat Jewish. And they're all like these New York City guys who I think like, I mean, Josh is whatever. He's, he's, he's nice whenever we met him. But like their brand is like this fuck boy, New York City douchebag. You yeah. know what I mean? And their brand Thinks is too cool And for their brand everyone. is funny. It's not like prissy like i see ariana grande and like no, her hair is so perfect no, she's she's remember those videos of her and mac miller like licking the donuts and running outside and saying like i hate my fans she's like a she's like a dark bitch i think and yeah but she's no offense not, to all of the fans of i Ariana's. see that i see maybe that's true but like i don't see her as being but particularly wait, deep but either regardless she my point is that she's an image and so like okay so her his best friend got emily rada in their mind there's no one better she's the hottest person right. in the world right then now he's like okay i need to now i need to keep moving up the ranks and this is why i'm going to propose to ariana because i'm not going to do better than this but ariana's like six like how old is she really 21 i mean she and cassie are probably the same same age range they're 24 age range and they both are very young looking like they're both he definitely has a type of like young looking child well well they're young looking because that's their age i think 
No, I think Cassie no. and Pete are both 24. What are you fucking talking about? They post photos. Ariana that, looks younger than Cassie, in my opinion. I don't. Ca- Cassie and Pete are both 24. Babies. I don't know how old Ariana is. I think they I both think look she's like babies. 20 something. Like, they both look like tw- tiny, small, long faced girls. They're they, One just wears more makeup, is more done up than the other one. They both look all, no, very but, similar. Okay, but like. Ariana Grande tries so much harder. Like that's it, fine. Like the way she like has this long ass ponytail. I don't think it has anything to do with Ariana's personality. I think it has everything to do with the fact that the, she's Ariana Grande, and like he's not going to do better than that because he has some sort of like he's a comedian. Male comedians we know right. have like this complex darkness. and yeah. darkness, and also like think that they need once they become famous they can like they're waiting out for like a better person or a bigger celebrity because they have serious insecurities. Yeah, and so I think that like I think that I get that, formula. but I think that I think that Kaz, okay, Cassie David like idolizes Amal Clooney. Like, there's something going she on also up looks there. Just like her, she does. <laughs> She's so lucky. I yeah, know. like she ha- like okay, she has like she has a, like a thought in her head that's not just like how many Instagram followers right. can I get. Whereas like you look at Ariana Grande, and I don't see anything there other than like a good voice and a pretty face. But that's from and what she's you cute. See. My perception of Ariana, which again, these are just perceptions. We don't, we're not like fully just judging her based on right. our Instagram, but like her whole, I think she's like, is, is very, very confident. Like, I'm sure One, there's no there's no insecurity in terms of like the way that she is. I'm sure she's there's very no like, way she I'm, no, 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 I don't mean like she's not an insecure person. I'm sure she's insecure about things. Right. But I mean, like in, when it comes to like being like sexy or like being confident, right. in her, like the way that she looks and just being like very like forward and like free to say whatever she wants. She's like, I, I see her just like a little bit bitchy. And like, I'm yeah. sure he likes that because. I just feel I like there. I just don't feel like there can be any substance to their relationship. Like I feel like their relationship, with Disney World and Harry Potter. Right. I feel like their relationship is a series of emojis back and forth, just like a million smiley faces back and forth I think all day. It's a huge red flag when your relationship is so public on social media, and when it's three weeks old and you're engaged. But like just three the, weeks, just They've the fact that they weeks. flirt via comment section is alarming to me. People, right? Normal, secure relationships that just doesn't happen. Mm-mm. Yeah, you would literally never even like reply with a flirtatious thing to Rusty. Like, yeah, you just right. wouldn't. No, like, you would be I like might, the the biggest flirt I would like flirty emoji would be like just a heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Like barely. Right. They like flirt with a million fucking emojis i can't even imagine what they say to each other like i don't know in, in a substantive way whereas i do feel like Pete davidson could probably have a real conversation with Cassie david like they could talk about shit right like they dated for a long time they probably had like a, a deeper perspective on the world like I'm just, Pete davidson as a comedian probably has a deeper perspective yeah. on the world i don't think ariana grande has like I can't imagine her like right. saying an insightful statement. I I can't either. That's what I that's what I mean when I say it's like immature. Right. And it's a she's different a good type singer. of person. She has a good singing voice though. <laughs> yeah, but like okay, you have a good singing voice. What are you going to sing all fucking day what? like yes. you know? <laughs> Um could it potentially be PR stunt for her new I had album that coming thought. out because she just released No Tears Left to Cry or whatever and yeah. Because well, no, it was about like the shooting oh. uh, in her in her concert, and like just 
I, oh right i forgot yeah about that. That, very dark i ha- um, i actually did have that thought that it could have been a publicity stunt and if anyone won the publicity stunt it was Cassie david with that africa instagram oh, yeah so that good. it should be the model for all post breakup instagrams yes you should aim for that level of casualness <laughs> but while also being flippant about the situation totally and also like looking hot and like you could not care fucking less because you are in the a best giraffe yeah. seat the like best is that area. she's like oh i I was in Africa. <laughs> yeah. Right. I bet she's like thanking her parents. Like, thank you for fucking pay- planning yeah, this paying trip. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Like they happened to be going to Africa. Uh-huh. I know. It wouldn't have been as cool if she was just in like Nantucket. <laughs> Unless she broke up with them and they're like, I need to get away. And they went and then happened. It seems like a family vacation. Right. But they, but they're like, oh, okay. It's well, I mean, I know she's Larry and the wife together. I'm not sure, but either way, I don't think that. Yeah. I think they might be, but either way they weren't, um, even if they either they could have gone with one parent or the other I didn't yeah. see the parents in the Instagram stories at all but mm-hmm. I did see the sister okay. so I mean the sisters could have gone together on a safari but I feel like your parents wouldn't skip out on that if they're paying I've for it I've been on like seven safaris right um, well please email us whatever you guys think about this because it's, I'm like very very intrigued to see what happens next because Me too. all of a sudden yesterday every single like celebrity account I follow was just like they're engaged they're engaged they're engaged they're engaged and yeah. now they're in Disney World to celebrate again like their children they're like in disney world they love harry potter they're like not that there's anything wrong with it i also like disney but okay you also like interactions are are very childlike i feel like they've spent like a healthy percentage of their relationship in amusement parks (laughs) yeah like yeah (laughs) oh here we went to harry potter when you've been dating for a month and you spend like four days out of the month in an amusement park that's like a lot of time yeah yeah i just i uh there, there's there's something social climbing about this to me then he wants to just feel cool because he is with this like top celeb that's what i i think it i really think it is do you think they'll actually get married like can, i can't picture this situation happening like i can't picture if, a if wedding if they get married they're gonna get married very fast and it's gonna be in harry potter world <laughs> yeah and if they and if if it's gonna be a long time they're not gonna get married or they're gonna be engaged for a long time and, and it becomes like a real thing that's their relationship yeah like oh, it's so then weird. again on the other side who knows maybe they're perfect for each other you know uh, like don't you don't know that. him as much as like you think that you know him you don't know Cassie as much obviously as much as you think that you know her and you know I, what I mean I don't know I think to be a comedian you have to have like a bit more depth than, the, than totally. what I perceive Ariana I agree. having and he definitely again, and maybe she has depth I don't know we don't know it's just weird. Let us know what you think. Slapped at Betches.com. Yeah. Her ponytail is holding up all of her death. <laughs> her ponytail is so offensively long. I think it's because there, there's some rumor or maybe I read this. It was that like someone it's fucked up secrets. her hair. <laughs> fucked up her hair when she was younger. And so she needs to wear this hair clip thing in her head in order for her hair to like not look like shit. I, I could have made that That up. wouldn't surprise me. I literally made that up, guys. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let's. <laughs> Did um, you though? I don't know. Let's read some emails. Yes. 
Okay. I'll read this one because it's shorter and my voice is more annoying. So you can read the longer one. <laughs> it's not annoying. Thank you. Okay, but I think it is. Hi, ladies. I've been job searching for about two years now. I was being super picky in the beginning, but even still, this has been crazy frustratingly long. I'm noticing a pattern that I come down to the final round of interviews like only me and one or two other candidates and not getting the job. I think I am pretty charismatic and professional, but I cannot land a job. Any advice on what I could be doing wrong? Thanks, unemployed batch. Completely unrelated topic, but... <laughs> Um, before we give this advice, we just want to say that our new book is coming out and it's a career book, a funny career book that you guys are all, hopefully you'll like. It's like, we give advice on this type you of will shit. You like it. I think that you'll like it. I just don't want to be that confident about it or cocky. Um, right. but it's called when's happy hour, work hard so you can hardly work. And that's my motto in life. Sounds like this girl. Yeah. Could use a copy. Yeah. It's coming out in October, um, but pre-orders. Check out our Instagram to see when pre-orders start. But anyway. When's happy hour? Look it up. Yeah. Um, okay. So without this, this, this is one of those emails that did not, not include information. Not enough information. I don't know what could be the pro. Like it could literally be anything. It could, um, it could be anything. It's possible that every single, maybe like you just have one less piece of experience than all of the other candidates like in this type of scenario usually the person who gets chosen is like i don't two years is two years is a long time yeah so that the the longer that you're not having a job for could ultimately be something that's hurting you because they're seeing like a weird they're seeing a gap and it could be that the other candidate that you're up against doesn't have that gap even Mm -hmm. even if it's that sort of thing the other problem that it could be is something like behavioral. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? Like, for example, if when we when we interview someone, not only are we looking at their qualifications, but we're looking to see if there's something like odd that they do behaviorally that we would that could become a problem. Like maybe they are accidentally like offensive or they mm-hmm. use certain words or say like a lot. I know that <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to get a job for that reason <laughs> if I didn't have this one. Yeah. Um, or there's something just, it could be something in your behavior and the way you come off to people. Maybe like you're a little bit aggressive in how you speak mm-hmm. or you're, or you're too shy. Um, that sort of thing could, you know, could come off as like a know-it-all or, right. or you could come off as not assertive enough. Um, there's a lot of different things that are sort of like un, you know, it's not like a check in a box. Yeah. It's about how you like relate to the people. Like maybe you don't look the people in the eye or something but, like that. And it's also possible that you're applying for something that's a little bit too high reaching. Like yeah. that's another, pos- I mean, you're saying that you're super picky in the beginning, but like that seems like maybe, maybe you need to face some form of reality. We always say that like you should love the job should be a fit. It shouldn't be like you're just desperate for a job and that they choose you and that should be it. But at the same time, you need to be realistic. Like you say that I think I'm pretty charismatic and professional. How about you ask someone who can give you good advice, like actual, like real feedback about what you're like, maybe hire, go to some higher. There are like, job coaches i don't want to tell an unemployed person to like i don't know i don't know like two years is a long time like you said like i would maybe look into some form of help maybe ask a friend maybe ask your parents if that it's an option for you like i would ask someone who's really really honest and who was maybe successful in their career who can give you feedback on your resume the way that you interview um what types of jobs that would be good for you. You you know, it's also possible that she could be reading as like a little bit desperate towards the end Mm. because you haven't 
had a job and because you've been looking so long it could be coming off as like desperate to just do to just get the job without as much caring about if it is a good fit and i'm sure that the longer that you look for jobs that and aren't finding one you might be looking for things that aren't necessarily Mm -hmm. the right fit um i feel like the the best thing that you could do in this time is like look for a job that isn't necessarily as aligned with what you're doing now like literally just a job to make money like work in a store type of thing Mm -hmm. so that you can have money and it shows that you have like a strong work ethic so that even though you're unemployed you still were a go-getter about doing something Mm -hmm. and not just sitting around wasting your time like something part-time yeah you could also maybe do some freelance work to then you would have like you can sort of say that you've been doing it longer than you have to show that like oh i I mean is saying you should lie i'm it's okay people lie it's okay like you can just sort of just i mean you're doing it so that they have a reference to ask like about it but you can say like i've i just wanted to quit to do to have a little bit more free time and um to like rediscover my passions but then re like you're doing freelance work in the meantime and then while you're doing that you can look for more jobs and be a little bit more again picky about it and it just makes you seem more aggressive if you're Mm -hmm. filling your time with something as opposed to filling your time with nothing like anytime someone comes here if someone has like no they haven't worked let's say in the industry for a, a few months but in that time they've been doing something specific that they yeah strongly about and can speak about to like how this like enhances them as a person that can be something that you could do yeah all right anyway please like email us and let us know like what happens i'd really love to be updated on this situation yeah and have more information because if it were more specific we could maybe give you better advice yeah um let's do another one dear betches I love the podcast and all the advice you have. Thank you. I know you've talked about adult friendship before, but I have a question about it. I'm finding myself struggling to not be annoyed AF sometimes with my friends. Let me explain. I'm a lawyer and went to the top school in Canada and work criminal defense. My closest friends all went to generic undergrads. Not like there's anything wrong with that and have settled with Joe Jobs. It must be a Canadian Average Joe Jobs, I'm sure. (laughs) Joe Jobs that have nothing to do with their degrees or passions in life. Something I've never understood. All they do is complain about their job and life and i've gotten to the point where i literally have nothing more to say to them there's only so many times i can suggest a career change or grad school or send them job links <laughs> not to mention that i have a busy work life i love what i do and i feel they like and I feel like they seriously lack understanding about what i do and that the fact that i can't be talking to them during the day or even for a few week for a few weeks slash months sometimes because I'm like fucking busy. Not to mention I'm also I'm also planning my wedding. So like I said, I'm fucking busy. My best friend and my best friend and bridesmaid has been annoying me insanely over the past few months for the reasons I said above. Plus the fact that she feels like I'm neglecting her because I stopped talking about wedding plans with her. I literally couldn't handle this because I don't I don't have to share my wedding plans with anyone. All she ever does is complain. <laughs> It's getting a little crazy. All she ever does is complain about her job and her boyfriend and her mom. No, I'm just kidding. And her boyfriend, but won't do anything about it. I'm getting sick of all the same things being said. And I feel like I don't even want to open her messages sometimes or even think about her problems. I feel like I have to lower myself in order to talk to her and others. And it's exhausting at this point. I don't like that I feel this way, but I literally have gotten to the point where I cannot help it. I don't know what to do. I feel myself going through phases of being annoyed and being and being normal with them but i feel like they don't understand the level of my work and education and are not respecting where i am in my life and the fact that i can't be how we were when we were 16. my question is how do you handle friends who are no longer on the same level as you education and career wise and 
I don't know. My only friends are in the exact same (laughs) company as me. And do you too find yourself feeling this way? My fiance keeps telling me to stop thinking I'm above them finally. (laughs) So that was a comment for me, not her. The finally. Um, Yeah, but that isn't how I feel. I just feel like I can't be how we were growing up in high school or in university anymore and struggle with them being that way. Any advice would help. Thanks, conflicted bitch. I have a lot of things to say about this. Yes. Okay. First is, it does sound a little bit like, like, you, like think you think you're above them. Yeah. And that's not like why you have friends because like you don't have friends because of their jobs and right. because it, it might be annoying that they're complaining, blah, blah, blah. That, that is annoying, but that's not like why you're not friends with someone because they like have a great job and, and a great boyfriend and right. like everything's great. Like yeah. you're friends with them because you like have a history or you like them as a person. And it doesn't sound like anything you're complaining about other than the fact that they annoy you about their jobs. It doesn't sound like you're complaining about anything in their character. Like they're not mean to you. Yeah. They don't like, do anything to hurt you. Right. They're not talking behind your back. They're not like being... Or at least the things you're listing aren't that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like also like don't... Just because you're getting married doesn't mean like you are so fucking busy. Like everyone hates people like that. Everyone's busy. And everyone's also not busy. (laughs) Yes. Everyone is exactly like... You're busy as much as you don't want to see the person. I just... I, I Your fiance is right. Stop. Stop thinking you're above them. But I, there is a, but at there the is same a time, yes, yes. there is a piece of like, maybe they're just not, maybe the person that you were friends with that you were when you were 16 and the people that you were friends with throughout then and throughout college, maybe they're also just not a great fit for you because you want to be friends with people who you perceive as better based on their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't think that going out in the world, trying to make friends because of the, what their careers are or their like marital status totally. is a good way to make friends. It sounds very social climbing. And I think that um, you're going to really regret this phase in your life. I think that you're going to, yeah. if anything, you drop these friends who've been with you through everything, right? Yeah. You go and find some like couple, fian- like engaged, recently married couple who are like <laughs> need their perfect lives and whatever. Who are lawyers too. Lawyers, doctors, whatever. And you guys have things to talk about. And one day you're going to miss your old friends when you see them doing well and other, and, and you know, like you're going to, you're going to be like, oh, maybe I was a judgmental bitch. <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to miss them because it's like, it doesn't sound like they're really taking that much away from your life as like human beings, other than the fact that they, you just don't have the same like caliber her job as them right like okay what if you fucking got fired and yeah. and what now like what who are you gonna complain to right are you gonna make friends with like lower caliber jobs uh-huh. because you just ditched your old friends support your friends they're telling you like oh they're complaining they're complaining be like it's not your job to tell them what to do it's your job to support them yeah and it's like you, you just or if they don't take your support just like don't just ignore it they're complaining yeah. like who cares like like you said like you you go through phases of being annoyed and being normal so just like pass through those being annoyed phases and appreciate them for like the other things that they add to your life because it's not like the things you're com- it'd be again if these friends were like huge bitches and you just didn't mm-hmm. like see eye to eye on like fundamental moral things, things. Yeah. yeah like someone's cheating on their boyfriend and you don't support that like things like that yeah. like i wouldn't th- this this to me like i understand like not being on the same level as someone you were when you were in middle school like i have a lot of my friends are people i've known since i was 10 yeah. um however 
I still love that person. Right. It's not about what their it's job not, is. It, uh-uh. If exactly. you were to grow apart from them, it wouldn't be because of their job. It would be because of some other reason. Yeah. And it's related to your friendship. I would, I would, I would take a step back and be a little bit more appreciative of the fact that you have friends. TBH. Because yeah. there's a lot of people who don't. We've gotten emails from people who don't. Struggle who literally to find friends. cannot find friends. And yeah. So I would be, maybe I would be a little bit more um, self-aware and think about the fact that maybe they're not going to like you for very much longer if you're like this. Yeah, and don't make your friendship about like giving them career advice. Like mm-hmm. make your friendship about going out for drinks and like catching talking up. About life. Yeah. Like, wh- talk about what you're, talk about your wedding plans. What the fuck are you talking about not talking about yeah. your wedding plans? Why are you, the whole or like thing talk about your she's feelings She's going to be madder and more mad yeah. in five seconds. Oh, don't take yourself so seriously. Like lighten up. Life yeah. isn't that also, serious. Life isn't about like the law all the time. <laughs> also, if they're asking about your wedding plans, they probably don't even give a fuck so right. they're probably just asking to be nice seriously they're probably asking to have something nice right. to say to you like yeah anyway if you have something to say about this email us slapped at betches.com let's play games okay okay would you rather have a mom that is obsessive over your horoscope or a mom that is obsessive over your bedtime this is throughout your life and not just your childhood what the fuck jordana <laughs> i would jordana wrote these again um would you rather have I, a mom obsessed over your horoscope or obsessed over your bedtime Probably my horoscope because that would at least be informative. So whereas random. the bedtime would just be like a badger. Imagine thing. if your mom is texting you to go to bed yet. <laughs> I'm up to sleep way before me. I know. Wait, are you asleep yet? I fell asleep last night at 10 p.m. Um, nice. I couldn't even stay up for any, like keep my eyes open. I just well. zonked. Um, yeah, I think I would prefer horoscope because that's at least fun to right. discuss. Right. Um, like it's, it's a topic as opposed to like a badgering. Yeah. Okay. You do. Would you would you rather win an Oscar or a Nobel Peace Prize? Peace. Same. Even though I did write, as you know, in my fifth grade yearbook that I want to be an Oscar award winning action. <laughs> yes, and Sammy never settles. Um <laughs> I would still prefer to be the Nobel at this age. Yeah. I would prefer to be a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yeah, because th- there's very few of them. Do you think I have any chance of winning an Oscar? ever in my life do you think it could happen like maybe like for screenplay or something i think you have more of a chance of being a nobel peace prize winner i don't i have too many skeletons in my closet <laughs> too many photos of me you know like why doing they bad background shit. story you i don't know i just don't see myself doing something like that important i see myself maybe happening on my and way into a well, movie peace yeah right and then yeah. you win an oscar for it right like some back at back office oscar <laughs> like best punctuation in world's the best sammy <laughs> yeah. um okay would you rather date people's people's people.com sexiest man alive or the speaker of the house <laughs> i would definitely not want to date paul ryan so i want to date <laughs> yeah, the sexiest, sexiest man, man alive, alive for sure Even that was like blake shelton last year like why <sighs> he's funny how do you know oh from, from the, voice. the voice oh yeah i would rather date people sexiest man alive also like you're dating you're not like asking them for legal advice or you're not marrying them yeah um okay this one's really funny would would you rather wear no shoes all over the city or wear heavy snow boots all year round oh that's really really difficult probably the snow boots for like disease reasons yeah right you could step in glass and your day is ruined (laughs) no yeah snow boots and you just be like fuck my feet are just sweatiest you do not want to come near me maybe maybe you could like even build like a whole instagram following around it like you could you could do something with that i think that like people would look at you 
less weird if you're wearing snow boots in the yeah. summer than barefoot in the winter. I, okay, I once saw a man running barefoot on the Central Park Reservoir, which is like, it's sort of like a. Are you sure material. he wasn't there wearing those weird ass shoes? No, no, no. <laughs> he was barefoot. I almost took Everyone a story, but then I was like, I don't want it to seem like I'm bragging about running. The fact that I'm running, so uh-huh. I'm not gonna like post right. this. I got it. <laughs> you know, it's like I can't brag. I can't brag that I'm running. That's yeah. so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Yeah. So on that note, you guys should listen to Diet <laughs> Starts tomorrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> But listen to our podcast. Sammy and I are on um, a podcast called Diet Starts Tomorrow and you should listen to it. And it's V funny if we do say so ourselves. Yeah, we okay. talk about things like not posting your workouts. Yeah. That, that's annoying. Yeah. But yeah, I once saw a man running on like, it's the, the consistency of the trail is sort of like a tennis, a clay court for tennis. Uh-huh. And he was just running. But uh-huh. like to get there, you have to like walk over more. Yeah, where were his shoes? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't see Maybe. them. Mm interesting that's so weird i don't know also when i ran the half marathon another thing there was a person running barefoot i remember that i just remember that that is so why i don't know you think they run faster it's less weight i think maybe people like build up their like calluses so much that Ugh, they I maybe it was calluses. the same guy i love paying ten dollars extra for callus removal <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the same guy like he was practicing Could, did he look then, the same i don't remember this was like months in between each when you, when you, each t- when you tell me about this guy I picture him like with long hair and like just very I tan think, i think the the one in the reservoir the cast away. <laughs> had no sh- had no shirt on also yeah right and it was like seven I in the picture morning him, like cast away maybe in like white tidy whities i don't think that i uh, know shorts they were shorts like short shorts i don't remember but the marathon guy was like i think clothed <laughs> i'm just just going back into my mental um, images yes yes of well, barefoot runners anyway everyone thank you so much for listening um email us slapped at betches.com rate review and subscribe please tell all of your friends about this podcast we love doing it so post it on your instagram story and tag yes. the shit out of us and we'll and we'll repost now that we can post stories directly to we can share stories we will repost you yeah and listen to diet starts tomorrow look out for our book a lot of shit going on the email la- us slapped email. at betches.com <laughs> call me <laughs> we just don't want to say goodbye to you guys yeah, we just don't want to say bye is there anything we'll else just, we can plug um betches.com you up listen to that podcast we have a new podcast called everyone's gay please listen to that it just launched it's um starring um everybody knows the guy that's on our insta stories chris he's very very talented crystal crystal yes crystal and brian who is our on our video team extremely talented and, and he hosts the sub podcast he also on Tuesdays hosts, yes which is another podcast oh, you guys should <laughs> listen to this up which is all about the news why are you holding your hands like that <laughs> Sammy was just holding her hands in a very weird I way I hold my hands like, in weird ways like she was doing I hold my hands in weird ways I actually have a photo to show you that my mom sent me of when I was a child of me holding my hands in weird ways okay. that I've been meaning to show you so I'll do that now when we get off this podcast okay okay bye okay bye Batches.